All right, so. All right, a lot of y'all at that end of stream, you know, because they're going to be like, oh, I didn't get, hey, listen, before y'all even hit me with the comments, I didn't get, no, I know YouTube is doing YouTube things, so I'm going to keep on going. Let's go. All right, so um, where do I want to start first? Where do I want to start first? Where shall I be? Okay, let's do some situational awareness. Let's do some situational awareness. So this is how they're stealing the newer vehicles now. This was very, very interesting. Very interesting. All right, let's go. I find this one particularly disturbing because of what this guy is about to do with, with the device. So this has the characteristics of what we call a relay attack. So he's got uh, what appears to be an antenna or an extender to be able to communicate with the key fob, which was in the, the house. Now they're able to extend that range. The vehicle thinks it's communicating with the key fob, which was in close proximity, when in fact it was still in the house. They never went into the house and they're able to start that vehicle. Now pay attention. The key fob, <laughs> this is how they're stealing the vehicles. <laughs> wow. They don't even need your key fob. You know, the, the old ways where they get the, the uh, device that will read the uh, the signals from the key fob to your car door, right? Don't even need that anymore. The key, the key fob can be in your house, right? This is crazy. Let me run it back in for those that come, that's coming in late. This one particularly disturbing because of what this guy is about to do with with the device so this has the characteristics of what we call a relay attack so he's got uh, what appears to be an antenna or an extender to be able to communicate with the key fob which was in the the house now they're able to extend that range the vehicle thinks it's communicating with the key fob which was in close proximity when in fact it was still in the house they never went into the house and they're able to start that vehicle and, wow. and what are they they're checking the vin i guess there right yeah they just had a look at the the, the vin with their their cell phone it's either looking to see if it's the same one that they saw earlier or the one that they're after and uh, now you can see that they're punching the uh, the lock on the on that door this has all the characteristics of a, a reprogramming theft which means they plugged uh, uh, their device into the onboard diagnostic port and they're able to reprogram a key fob and uh, start the vehicle and drive it away. Yo, cr crime is, this is the problem with technology. That means the criminals have access to technology and can, and can more than likely work the technology better than the average person. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Um. Hey, what is this? What is this? What is that? Yo, okay, I gotta I gotta troll LeBron real quick. Listen, I like LeBron, but LeBron's mental state has always been his Achilles heel. Like when we mentioned the great ones, Jordan, Kobe, um, Shaq, Tim Duncan, the majority of the great ones, whether you want to admit it or not, were raised with fathers okay all of the nba greats those that have the killer instinct raised majority with fathers and it shows in how they play the game and their approach to the game and and how they handle adversity and and, and let's say heckling fans right there's no way you could get a rise out of jordan not like this not even kobe but LeBron, once again, LeBron is physically gifted. 
one of the most physically gifted athletes of any sport, but mainly basketball. But his mental state has always been, to me, his Achilles heel. This is why I, I would never put him next to Jordan, because Jordan mentally, his mind is a steel trap. Kobe is the same way. Kobe's mind is a steel trap. You know, you get next to these guys. These guys are looking for any excuse to eat you alive. And <laughs> I have to play. This was funny because to see LeBron get so triggered, right? Let's, let's just play this real quick. Hey, bro, you better get this together. That receipt in the airline. <laughs> Look, he's mad. Look at him. You sick. <laughs> Yo, why would you even... <laughs> Why, LeBron, why? Of all the things you've heard in your t- 13, 12 years of uh, uh, on the court, off the court, this should not even bother you. LeBron, this should not even, this should not even fade. This would never phase Jordan or Kobe. Do you understand? This would never bother Jordan or Kobe. Never. It wouldn't bother Tim Duncan. This wouldn't bother Shaq. Do you, you, Man, come on, y'all. Hey, bro, you better get this together. That receipt in the airline. <laughs> Look, he's mad. Look at him. He's sick. <laughs> hey, don't hold him back. Let him go. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. Don't, don't hold him back. Let him. Let's see what he gonna do about it. <laughs> yeah. Man, listen, listen. I list, I like LeBron, but I would never ever put him next to the greats. The greats had a mindset to conquer and and devour any and every obstacle. Everybody was anybody could get it. it. <laughs> you know what? I remember that interview he did that he doesn't care if he ever saw his father. It's ironic that he makes it a big. Uh, one of the main points of LeBron's life is to be, to be a great father. So he admits non-verbally that yes, fatherhood matters. This is why he's hell bent on being the best father to his boys that he can be. Even though he'll say in in, in the same breath, well, I don't need my father. I, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. 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 It matters. It matters. Where did do like, man, listen, let's run it back. Uh, hey, bro, you better get this together. That receipt in the airline. <laughs> Look, he's mad. Look at him. You sick. <laughs> Yo, don't hold him back. Let him come over here and see what he going to do about it. Don't hold him back. Don't hold LeBron back. Listen, I would I would never put him next to the greats. Never. Never. I would never put him next to the greats. Okay. They would eat LeBron for breakfast. They would eat LeBron for breakfast. Uh, let's get to some family guy. This is from 2021. They say, they say the same thing I said about Nipsey Hussle. All, all of these fake Nipsey Hussle fans came out of the woodworks when this man died. Nobody was listening to Nipsey Hussle. Sorry. You had to be a hardcore Nipsey Hussle, hardcore LA dude. Uh, once again, nobody... Nobody was checking for Nipsey Hussle, and it, it's it's not even a joke. It's a joke at this point, but even Hollywood, y'all, I tell y'all, Hollywood pays attention, okay? Even Hollywood knows nobody was paying attention to, to, to Nipsey Hussle when he was living, okay? 
Let's let them tell it. Oh, music festival, eh? You think the Von Trapps will stick around to pick up their award this time? I don't know about them, but they're going to have holograms of Tupac and also Nipsey Hussle, who I'd never heard of and then was told to care immensely about. <laughs> yeah, that was 99.9% of Nipsey Hussle fans after he died. This They gave this man a Grammy. Oh, no, he was. they nominated him for a Grammy. They had his funeral at the Staples Center. And I, no. And I stand on what I said. Nobody was checking for Nipsey Hussle like that. Nobody. Not not the majority. And then after he died, his, his record sales didn't go up that much anyway. I already broke that shit down in a few months prior. But um, I, 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 I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and you know what? I don't care. I don't care if it was disrespectful. The truth is the truth. You know, all, all day. Yeah, no one, nobody heard of this dude till he died. Nobody. But I still need to play this back again. Told to care immensely about. Wait, wait, wait. Also Nipsey Hussle, who I'd never heard of and then was told to care immensely about. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody was checking for this dude. Nobody's checking for this dude. Nobody. Nobody, nobody. Nobody, nobody. Didn't know he rapped. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, yeah, the victory lap. He was nominated for a Grammy for that. Yeah. But once again, nobody was checking for him, living or dead. So I, you know, I don't, I don't mince my words, you know, I, I mean what I say. So, uh, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? What do I want to do next? What do I want to do next? What do I want to cover next? I'm going to save my big stories for later on. Because this texting me. Oh, yo, you know what? The TikTok dude that died. Oh, that that, that was sad. What's his name? Uh, the Inky Boys. The daddy died. Oh, man. I heard about it yesterday, yo. He, ooh, colon cancer. Colon cancer, y'all. Colon cancer. Waiting for this ad to go away. Just waiting for this ad to go away. Go away ad. Okay. Here we go. Good morning. Rest in peace. Randy is trending this morning as fans share. They are heartbroken to hear that TikTok star Randy Gonzalez of the Anki Boys has died at 35 of colon cancer. Screenings are recommended, not recommended rather, until the age of 45. Now, what would be one of Gonzalez's final videos posted on TikTok in December? He said he and his son Bryce would be back after not posting in a while due to his illness. Now, people are posting condolences on TikTok where the Anki Boys made millions laugh and where they use the platform to raise colon cancer awareness. We talked to the Alvin native back in April 2022 when he told us at the time he'd been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer Damn. more than six months earlier at the age of 33. Gonzalez said he had no family history of cancer or colon cancer, but he struggled with abdominal pain off and on for years. 
And then that's when I finally said enough's enough. And uh, and I don't want to say it's too late, but I waited to the last minute to finally get checked. And then I caught it at the last stages. According to MD Anderson, the disease is rising sharply in people between the ages of 18 and 35, but they don't know why exactly. So regardless of family history, look out for symptoms such as a change in bowel habits, abdominal pain, weight loss without dieting, or more fatigue than usual. Doctors say the biggest thing is that anybody can get colon cancer, so making healthy lifestyle choices like limiting alcohol and red meat and getting plenty of exercise can help. Live in the newsroom, I'm Brittany Wilmore. Back to you. Yo, that's... Fuck, he's only 35. That is terrible. I know his son is like sick. I know his boy is sick. I mean, just ill right now. Oh, I hate to see that. I hate to see that. And and they were funny. Like my the funniest skit uh, was the was the Halloween skit where they were like, I guess they were trying to attempt like he's being kidnapped. Oh, you know what? Let me. Let me do this. Let me let me pull it because I want to play because it's so damn funny. It's so fucking funny. Oh, come on, come on. Come on, come on. All right. <clears throat> Oh, it's really not going to do it right now. Private. Share. Download. All right. Yeah, I know. I know. YouTube. Listen. YouTube doing what it what it does. YouTube doing what it does. Cut. Paste. God damn it. I'm working it out, y'all. Just pray for me. I'm working it out. I'm working it out. Oh my gosh, fuck it. All right, whatever. Okay, let me get to... Link, okay, got that copy. Okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Going to my email. L two. God, Gmail is so fucking slow, I swear. I have to play this. This is the funniest skit from them. This is my favorite skit from the Inky Boys. This is my favorite skit from the Inky Boys. Hands down. 
This is my favorite skit. Yo, that's my favorite skit. <laughs> that shit, I was like, yo, he's really being kidnapped. This is before I even knew they, 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 they did this. I thought this kid was legit being kidnapped. I'm like, yo, Shorty's getting kidnapped. Yo, I thought someone was like, really big kid. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace to Randy. Yo, that shit had me. Uh, yo, I, I was like, oh my God. It's daylight kidnapping. <laughs> kidnapping in broad daylight. That shit was so funny to me. So funny to me. Okay, let's get to, uh, <coughs> Lord have mercy. Listen, HBCUs, y'all do it to yourselves. HBCUs, y'all do it to yourselves. Why am I saying this? Here we go. Here we go. HBCUs, y'all do it to yourselves. No, first, before I play that, let me play this first. Let me give y'all context. Let me give y'all context. HBCUs. This is why nobody takes y'all serious. Okay? This is why nobody takes HBCU serious. Let's go. Welcome back, nigga. Welcome back, nigga. Okay. This is Marcus Stokes. Marcus Stokes. This is the most... Marcus Stokes clearly is a black man's name. <laughs> if you say that my name is Marcus Stokes, you would not, you would not picture a white guy. Okay. You would not picture a white guy. Let, once again, let me give y'all context. This young man's name is Marcus Stokes. Okay. I thought we were being trolled until this was a real thing. Now just pay attention. All right. He's, you know how some white folk get when they listen to hip hop music. Yet, Hey, do what you do in private. Okay, I, but you know, whatever. So once again, let me give y'all context. Welcome back, nigga. Welcome back, nigga. Okay, now, with that being said, with that being said, here's why nobody takes HBCU serious. All right, here's what's on my mind. Marcus Stokes, a white quarterback who lost his D1 scholarship for using the N-word, gets a new offer from a historically black college. Do you see why nobody takes HBCU serious? Do you understand why black people are the world's entertainment? Huh? Do y'all understand why nobody takes HBCUs serious? Let's run it back. Yes, run it back. Yes, he, he's invited to the cookout, clearly. Let's run it back. All right, here's what's on my mind. Marcus Stokes, a white quarterback who lost his D1 scholarship for using the N-word, gets a new offer from a historically black college. Let me say that again. Yeah. A white quarterback yeah. loses his scholarship for saying the N-word uh -huh. and gets a scholarship to a black college. Yeah. 
Albany State gave the offer and tons of people were talking about it on social media. So here's my take. Nobody should be using the N-word anyways, and I don't care if it's the N-word that ends with E-R or G-A. Trust me, there are some people out there who believe it's the same word. Now, Dictionary.com calls the N-word the most offensive word in the English language. Now, real talk, I believe in second chances, and Lord knows I've had plenty of them. And I know many are upset with Albany State because of this. But this might do the kids some good to go to an HBCU. What better way for someone to learn about the black culture and get educated on racial sensitivity? Isn't that what we want more people to do in this country anyways? Uh, okay. Now, I disagree with the, the reporter's assessment. I highly disagree. This kid had a scholarship to the University of Florida. He was supposed to go to the University of Florida. Okay. The University of Florida. Now, let me pull up another story but just think while i'm pulling up the other stories just i need y'all here's a reminder something tells me he's going to fit right in something tells me he's going to fit right in i don't think he'll have any troubles blending in <laughs> or, or hanging with the natives i don't think he's going to have any problems right I don't think he's going to have any problems. I think he's going to fit right in. Now, let me do this. Let me pull it. No, nope, I don't want that. Nope, don't want that. Nope, I don't want that. Nope. Nope. Here we go. Here we go. This kid is, this kid is getting national attention. National attention. So, Back in November, the University of Florida withdrew its scholarship offer from the four-star quarterback, Marcus Stokes. Okay. Stokes committed to the Gators in July 2022, but the school pulled his offer after seeing the video of him singing the racial slur. At the time, Stokes apologized for his actions and said he understood Florida's decision. He said, I deeply apologize for the words in the song that I chose to say. I fully accept the consequences for my actions and I respect the University of Florida's decision to withdraw my scholarship offer to play football. After the incident, most Power 5 teams backed off on recruiting Stokes, but he has received offers from other levels. On Tuesday, Stokes tweeted that he had received a new scholarship offer from Albany State. It is a Division II HBCU. In his tweet, Stokes tagged new Albany State head coach Quinn Gray a superstar at Florida A&M. Gray also went on to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he was hired by the Golden Rams in December. Gray, this is a coach, previously worked as an offensive analyst at Memphis, which was one of the schools that originally recruited Stokes. Stokes is a four-star recruit and the number 24 quarterback in the 2023 signing class. He has also gotten a scholarship offer from D2 program West Florida. Okay. Marcus Stokes, I, when I hear that name, I don't, I don't picture a European. I don't picture a European. The trolling just keeps on, guys. The trolling, the trolling just keeps a rolling. We are the most trolled people on the, on the planet. And this is the tweet. This is the tweet. Look how bad his acne is. Jeez. He's got a horrible acne. Yeah, he's got horrible acne. Yeah, he's got horrible, 
horrible acne. Oof. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. This is what we this is what we like, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's get to some more foolishness. What is this? Okay. And move the trash. Okay. All right, let's get to some more foolishness. <laughs> That's Dolph Lundgren's grandson. Still, man. Hey, you know a funny story? I used to use pro. I used to use proactive back in the day. <laughs> I used to use that proactive shit religiously, and that sh- it worked for me. I used to use proactive religiously, and it worked for me. It worked for me. All right. Now, before y'all get to saying slide those naked women, did you not learn from yesterday's stream to stop posting naked women? Now, first of all, what happened yesterday was a complete total accident. Okay, I repented for my sins. I told my people, the my in-laws and everybody and YouTube, I said, hey, I'm sorry. It was an, a legit accident. These are not naked women. These are not naked women. These are robots. Okay. These are robots. All right, Club Sapphire, Club Sapphire, ladies, automation is coming for the sex industry as well. And I've been told y'all, the moment they get that Deuce Machina, uh, Generation 3 version, I'm going to get me one. The moment Deuce Machina Generation 3 becomes available, I'm going to get me one, okay? And then I'm I'm going to buy the artificial womb thing, so I can have a bunch of babies and the robot women will take, help me take care of them because real women are a handful and I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> My cousin used proactive. He ended up looking like the swamp thing. Wow. Yo. Yeah. I, I used to use the hell out of proactive every month. That shit was 30 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month proactive. And you better best believe I used the scrub, the toner, the cleanser, the 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 cream I use that listen that it come in the, the the white box and you open it up and it's green on the inside and you got the all the uh, the products you know yeah I used to use the shit out of some proactive I should have had a proactive sponsorship back then you understand shoot so Macbone what's happening yeah listen ladies automation is coming for y'all too <laughs> yes automation is coming for y'all too. Now, y- y'all laugh now. You laugh now. But you best believe a lot of men will go to the clubs to, to give monies to watch this take place. Laugh now. You know why? Because guess what? You're not going to hear any disrespectful comments. L- listen, here's the bad side to going to the strip club, right? The only All the bad ones only deal with the ones with the, mo- the most money for the most part. And the regular smegular ones, they get mad if you don't spend a lot of money with them, right? And they, 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 you know, they call you cheap or you're a bum or they call you broke. Listen, these robots are not going to care about none of that, okay? These robots are not going to care about your financial status. You just plug it. You just swipe your card, and she's going to go to town, and she, she's going to give you the best time of your life, Okay? You don't have to worry about, you know, her smelling like other men. You don't have to worry about her if she's on her menstruation. Cause yes, women be, they be at work at the clubs while menstruating. Let's not play these games. 
right? Some of them be pregnant, two to three months pregnant, clearly visible showing. You don't have to worry about none of that with these robots. Okay, guess what? And guess what? They're all in shape. They're all in shape. They can do all that high wire acrobatics that the women can do 10 times better. All right? You're going to get the full-blown experience. All right? Here we go. Man, are you kidding me, man? That shit about to be... Man, listen. That shit gonna be popping. You understand? Yeah, you ain't gotta wipe them down from previous fluids and from other people. You know, listen. It's, it's going down. It is going down. Listen, they about to put these women out of business. Automation is coming. Man, it's about to be popping up in it. I'm telling you. Bruh, bruh, the only problem I have with it is the, is the head. It's the, the light head that makes it super creepy. If they put a humanoid face on it, the more they humanize these things, the more popular they will become right now. This is like early, early generation, just playing around with it, the body, whatever. Once they cover up all the servos and the, um, exposed parts, and actually put a humanoid face on this thing, I'm telling you right now, it's going, it's going to be lit. Do you understand? Okay, yeah, this one right, right here doing her motherfucking thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's doing a motherfucking thing. Look how this moving. Boy, listen. Man, man, you know what? Let me go and pull up the article. Let me stop playing with y'all. Robot strippers with cameras for heads are the highlight of the biggest tech conference of the year. Of the year. At the Consumer Electronics Show, which is currently taking place in Las Vegas. The Sapphire Las Vegas. That's the club that they're at. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. It has a stable of female dancers, but the big feature during CES intended to draw in CES attendees is a gaggle of robot dancers brought in from the UK. Now here's, like I said, this is the problem that bothers me. It's the, it's the, it's the TV head that freaks me out. Okay, I, that was that will make my dick shrivel up. That will make my dick go back into my stomach. Okay, if once again, cover up the servos and all the the moving part, the exposed parts. You know what I'm saying? The the all all that, and then put a humanoid face on this thing. Okay, then I'll my my guards will be, I'll let my guards down. But as long as this head is on this thing, I'm cool. It, I I it goes back into my stomach. It won't come out. Okay. 
it, it, it won't come out. Okay. None of these soft ass tech tubers review this for culture. Really? Interesting. I thought this would be bigger, a bigger story than what it is. I thought I'd be like the, the 50th person covering this. The combination of stage lighting, hard plastic anatomy, and exposed wiring give these robot strippers a real air of dystopian future. Once again, replace the, the camera with the real life, uh, with a humanoid face, cover up the exposed parts, make the skin softer and not a hard plastic. Yeah. You, and you got yourself a winner. Okay. The club's managing partner, Peter Feinstein or Feinstein, whatever you want to call him, uh, told that his club is using the robot strippers as a means of attracting a more diverse crowd. If you're six people from a company and there's two women and four guys, you can still hear and ha- you can still come here and have some fun and see the robots and not feel like you have to be a part of a strip club. Okay. There are cheeky jokes to go along with the robot strippers like this tip jar that's asking for battery money. I like that. Yes. You reduce people's tension and nervousness. You calm them down. You get them to laugh. That's funny. I like this. I like this. I like this. Need money for batteries. Okay, and then this sign says MIT bound. Hilarious. Hilarious. And this spread of fake cash is in a garter. Hilarious. Hilarious. One CES attendee at the club told the Daily Beast he was unimpressed by the relatively low-tech robots. He says, I've seen robots do much more complicated things than these ones are doing now. Robots can operate on your brain and do really precise things now. These are too little mechanical. Okay, it takes time. It's called indoctrination, bro. It's called indoctrination. Yes, pretty soon surgeons will be useless. Pretty soon you'll be operated on by a, a robot. Fair enough. But when it comes to like sex and you know, this, you have to kind of slowly ingratiate the people into, you have to walk them into it. You just can't push them into the room and, and lock the door behind them. Right. You just got, you have to slowly ingratiate people into this. But once again, once the deuce machina generation three comes out, I'm getting me one and I'm getting at least one. I'm not playing. I'm sorry. Women, y'all too much of a headache. <laughs> y'all become too much of a headache. I'm sorry. I'm getting an artificial wound. I'm going to have all these babies and these robot women things to help me take care of these babies. And I'm going to be good. I'm, I'm speaking for myself. Okay. All right. Let's continue. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another 10 or 15 years of tweaking this thing out. People are going. Let's see. Here you go. Whatever. Slot C. See. I'm just telling you what I'm telling you how I'm doing it. All right. Yes, y'all are y'all become a headache. I'm sorry. Yes, you have. Listen, replace the head with a humanoid face, softer skin, softer outer shell, cover all the mechanical parts up. You got yourself a winner. You got yourself a winner. Cass, what's happening? Y'all watch out. The robots are coming. Coming for y'all. 
Okay. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said, oh, they're pitting the human strippers against robot strippers now in the spirit of innovation. P Valley going to be real different. Okay. P Valley going to be looking real different in about 20 years. <laughs> P Valley going to be looking real different in about 20 years. <laughs> P Valley going to be looking real different. Tiffany, listen, what is the difference with women and, and vibrators? The symbion. Okay. Ladies for y'all, for y'all to be like, okay, Sly, you bugging. What is the difference between because y'all talk about this, this robot shit for men. What, what, what do you say to a woman that uses the symbion machine? And for those that don't, that, that, that don't know what the symbion machine is, the symbion machine basically is a device. It's a, motorized motor you know at various speeds that you know this the in and out action and they attach the dildo to the very end of it and crank that some bitch up and goes to town what is the difference between a robot stripper and the symbian machine because all these content creators these only fans chick that are on twitter they all have symbian machines what is the difference please tell me what's the difference what is the difference? Yeah, yeah, acting the goddamn fool of the symbion. Let's not let's not play this game. For every argument you have for men, I have a counter argument. Okay, I have a counter argument. Once again, if you use a motorized uh, dildo, the rose, uh, that shower head shit, y'all done turned a shower head into a sexual device. The wand is a shower head. It's a massager. You've turned a shower head massager into a sexual device. How? How? How does that happen? How does that happen? Okay. Once again, you have no argument, ma'am. You guys are out here fucking symbian machines. I don't want to hear it. You have no argument. Nice try, but you have no argument. You guys are out here buying two, $3,000 Symbian machines. Let's stop the cat. Let's stop the cat. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. This was fun, but let's be for real now. Okay. Let, let's, let's be for real. All right. Found this. Now I played this the other day. I found this little ass South African, South African y'all inside South African. It was pretty nice. That that's that's her cousin. She's that's her little cousin. Found this heifer. She from South. She from Cape Town, South Africa. And they've been on her. Excuse me. They've been on her neck. They've been on her neck. One second. Let me play it back for y'all one time. If you didn't see it from yesterday. That's funny. Okay, do this. Mhm. Mm ah. You look sickening, darling. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see it? Mm -hmm. Okay, look at yourself. Oh, my days. Okay, get inside. This is so nice. It looks pretty nice. Thank you, Jessie. You're welcome. Do you like it? Okay, cool. But yeah, All right. Once again, Cape Town, South Africa, hold this L. This is her little cousin. She said, I did my cousin's makeup today, and I don't know, this moment made me feel very warm inside. And they've been on her neck ever since. This right here is absurd. 
instilling the wrong mindset to a child should be an offense. This boy child shouldn't be used as a no, no dolly or no dolly to perfect your makeup skills. Let boys do boy stuff. What a useless aunt. And she replies, and what a useless response because you know what? No one asks for your homophobic views on Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Save face and apologize while you still have, they've been on her, they, they own her neck. Okay. And she's just hell bent on defending her position. Okay. And then of course we got some, some guy comes in, you know, most exemplary men had had to get makeup done at some point, whether for a photo shoot. And it's like, uh, okay. But once again, they own her neck. And she responds, and her response to everybody is they're homophobic, which they're not. <laughs> this one, you might as well get a, get a BBL. <laughs> where the fuck is his daddy at? She says, where the fuck is yours? Does, does he know your, see, once again, her only response is to call everybody homophobic, which no one said anything about that. So clearly she's not the most in, intelligent person responding. Once again, this is sad. She says, your existence is sad. Talk about sad. What you need is a warm clap. Okay. Genuine questions. Why did you do it? Because he wanted to. Uh-oh. But yet you could have said no and instead show him other ways to use makeup that's age appropriate for him. Clown makeup, fake tattoos, etc. Really no excuse to feminize a male child this young of an age like this. How are fake tattoos, makeup, nor appropriate for a child than just a blue uh, colored eyeshadow? Please grow a day. The is the child girl or boy. If you could mind the business that pays you, you'd also, you also recognize that you don't even need to know the answer to the question you're asking. That's what I'm saying. She's so indignant. She is so indignant. Why the, why do you, why the F you posted? If it's not a for opinions, she posted it for her followers, not you don't go to someone's house and complain. She didn't lock her profile. It appears to be public. Okay. Uh, okay. We lost a soldier. Ooh. We lost a soldier. Wow. Nonsense. You're emasculating the little man. Um, how should be doing backflips or he should be doing backflips and, and dribbling his mates in the field. Okay. And we got a, a, a woman that's that's uh, agreeing with this okay see this is new way of hurting absent fathers meaning what hurting absent fathers is that as the one of the craziest things i've had to read keep doing what you're doing the kids seem so happy okay homo esta esta gay moss This weirdo says, meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out what ensemble would go with that shade of blue. I personally would have chose, chosen a softer autumn tone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. This is called grooming. He says, yo, yo, yo. We don't know English, my brother, but it's okay. It came on ship after all. We will forgive you this one time. Sis Wami, this is wrong. But he is a man like a boy. Give him Vaseline and let him go play outside. Okay. Okay. 
this is all the way wrong and I'm not going to hold my words no matter who get upset because this needs to be said. That is the completely wrong shade of lipstick for his complexion. Try a lighter shade. Wow. Okay. As a mother, if I caught you putting makeup on my baby boy, you would have been dragged down five flights of stairs. You're a predator and should never be anywhere near young boys. Of course, he's American. Okay. He said, woo, baby, these comments, y'all mad as fuck, and I'm completely unbothered. Okay. All right. Her putting makeup on a young boy presumably is definitely a problem. Some of y'all are too far gone. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't care if I get dragged for this, but I'm absolutely not practicing my makeup skills on a little boy, whether he is, he or his parents are comfortable with it. Or your sister, if, if, and if he's into makeup, I'll teach you some things, but I'm not using him as a model. I'm gay and I don't approve of children wearing makeup, male or female. What? Face painting for children. They aren't sitting in mom's room drinking tea, gossiping all the while an adult applies lipstick, nail polish, and blush. Okay. Yeah, they go ham in these comments, yo. How is it homophobic to think young men shouldn't wear makeup? Okay. Wow. I just, I just wonder how the parents reacted. Couldn't, couldn't be my son. And yes, I do have a son. <laughs> they got the sugar free. <laughs> That's funny. All right. All right. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Listen, Cape Town, South Africa, hold this, hold this L. Yes. Once people reveal themselves to you, let them be. Let them be. All right, let's get into the Memphis. Oh, no, no, no. Let's do this first. Let's do this first. A new statue, see over your city. Once again, summoning out here, summoning deities. They don't understand. Okay. New statue went up, New York City Courthouse. The artist says it's part of an urgent and necessary cultural reckoning underway as New York reconsiders traditional representations of power in public spaces and recasts civic structures to better reflect 21st century social mores or mores. All right. This is New York. This is New York's new statue. Now the artist breaks down the statue. Now this is some, listen, people don't even realize what they worship, that they're worshiping things, you know, and there's, there's not cognizant of it. So here we go. The statue named now is a female figure emerging from a pink Lotus. It has braids shaped as horns with a judicial lace apron. It is meant to pay homage or homage to Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her fight for abortion. Okay. Further context may be found in the glowing New York Times write-up of the female lawgiver statue. It's Pakistani American creator and her ambitions for more in other cities in Iraq. Okay, you know what that's going to let's fuck talking about. Hayden gave you a new deity. Oh, come on. Don't make me do that. I don't want to do this. 
Okay. Let me find another article. I'm not, I'm not signing up for that. What a visual desecration of the landscape. And he replies, the destruction of tradition must include the desecration of landscape. Okay. Yeah, this is. Y'all have no idea what y'all be worshiping. Why does she have tentacles? Very feminine, you know. I wasn't a fan of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but even she deserves better than that ugly satanic looking eyesore. One of the ugliest things I've ever seen. I won't brag about being associated with it. Uh Oh, that's, Oh, that's fucked up. Now that you're making jokes about it, but this is creepy as hell, man. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. All right. Babylon doing what Babylon does. All right. Okay. Now let's get to some seriousness. Let's get to some serious, serious stuff. Uh, first things first. We'll, we'll cover Memphis. The Memphis officers have all been charged with murder. Now, I do find it odd that the, you know, when, when black cops go off the rails, uh, the punishment comes down very swift and very appropriate. Okay. It's very, very telling that black officers, but then that's their fault because they feel, they, they forget that they're, they're not, they're not special. And I don't feel bad for these cops. I mean, they're going to get the hammer th- the book is going to be thrown. They, they, they're going to be the sacrificial lambs. But let's go ahead. The, the chief, the chief of police, Sarah Lynn Davis, she has something to say. If you didn't know, if you live in Memphis, you have a female chief of police. So when I hear these arguments pertaining to, let's take Angry Man versus Destiny, when Angry Man kept saying women go for degrees in underwater basket weaving, uh, no nigga, they they get law, they get criminal justice degrees and become chief of police. Okay. You can stop that. That was the dumbest argument I've ever heard. Women go to school and get degrees and under, bruh, they're, they're taking degrees that, that lead them to power. Fulton County, a- Atlanta, Chapman's down there. The women run Fulton County on all levels. Okay. Let's let this woman go ahead and break it down for us. There is absolute accountability for those responsible for Tyree's death. As you know, five Memphis police officers were terminated last week. These officers were found to be directly responsible for the physical abuse of Mr. Nichols. Concurrent within that investigation, other MPD officers are still under investigation for department policy violations. Some infractions are less egregious than others. As this investigation and other external investigations continue, I promise full and complete cooperation from the Memphis Police Department with the Department of Justice, the FBI, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, and the Shelby County District Attorney's Office to determine the entire scope of facts that contributed to Tyree Nichols' death. Aside from being your chief of police, 
I am a citizen of this community we share. I am a mother. I am a caring human being who wants the best for all of us. This is not just a professional failing. This is a failing of basic humanity toward another individual. This incident was heinous, reckless, and inhumane. And in the vein of transparency, when the video is released in the coming days, you will see this for yourselves. Yo, when they drop that video, I pro the city's going to riot. I guarantee it. It should be out sometime next week. But when they when that cam footage, that body cam footage is dropped, Memphis is is going to burn. And I don't mean burn like uh, L.A. City, L.A. riot burn, but there's going to be some some. some yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I expect you to feel what the Nichols family feels. I expect you to feel outrage in the disregard of basic human rights as our police officers have taken an oath to do the opposite. Of oh, that's right. sister. tell us what time it is. Whose business is this? <laughs> Whose business is this? What transpired on the video? I expect our citizens to exercise their First Amendment right to protest, to demand action and results. But we need to ensure our community is safe in this process. None of this is a calling card for inciting violence or destruction on our community or against our citizens. In our hurt, in our outrage and frustration, there's still work to be done to build each other up to continue the momentum of improving our police and community relationships and partnerships, to show those who watch us now that this behavior is not what will define our community and our great city. Farron Williams, thank you for the 10 on the cash app. Thank you. Now, when y'all get free time, do me a favor, go send this to angry man. No diss to angry man, but this, it's not a degree in underwater basket weaving. Okay. This is not a degree in underwater basket weaving. All right. These women are going to school for degrees that you may deem lesser than, but those degrees are going to lead them to power. They're going to lead them to power. Women run the medical field. They're, 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 they're planting their flags in law enforcement. They're in the judicial system, right? Because you hear all these guys complaining about child support when they, when they go to, in front of a female judge. That's women. That's women. The women are going to school for power. I respect the men going, doing, going to trade school, but they're going for power. Power trumps your skill set all day long. But, okay. Let's let uh, Ben Crump and family talk about the video. They watched the video. Once again, the video will be out sometime next week. And their description of the video, this, Memphis is going to burn. They're going to, go, they're going, they're going to act a fool in Memphis when this, when this tape comes out. You know, regrettably, it reminded us of Rodney King video. Y'all hear the y'all hear, hear the audience? Ooh, y'all hear the audience reaction? Listen to the uh, the audience reaction when he describes the actual video. 
regrettably. And unlike Rodney King, Tyree didn't survive. And so we are here to demand justice for Tyree. Let me say this about Tyree. Uh-oh, wait, wait, about wait, 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 wait. When the white man breaks it down, Lord have mercy. When the white man breaks it down. Let's go. You saw in that video. We're here not to talk about what a great boy he was and what a good son he was to his mother. But let me tell you what he was in that video. He was defenseless the entire time. He was a human pinata for the white man said they beat him like a human pinata. The white man said they beat him like a human pinata. A human pinata. Okay. He was a human pinata for those police officers. It was an unadulterated, unabashed, nonstop beating of this young boy for three minutes. Oh my God. That is what we saw in that video. Ben told you what we saw. Not only was it violent, it was savage. Oh my God. Why? Where was the proportionality that is required in order for those officers to use that type of force against a defenseless young man? I, I don't know if this makes Miss Robin feel any better, but. The last words on the video. Oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, Lord. This, come on. What? Hey. Woo. <laughs> shit. Black man's last words when he in trouble is who? who? Who does a black man call to when he in trouble? When he's about to cross over to the other side, who does a black man call on? Who is the last person the black man calls on before, just right before he passes, right before he transitions? Who does the black man call for? Who is he asking for? Who's the one person? Hell yeah, mama. He asking for his 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 mama. He's only about 80 to 100 yards from his house. And he calls for his mom. Three times, mom. <laughs> He's called for his mom. And so, where's the humanity? Where's the humanity? I hate the fact that us as black people, we're out here killing each other. That's right. For what? Come on. I, I don't know why. Come on, Mom. We have the police killing us. Mm -hmm. That's right. I don't know why. Mama. I just don't understand why all 
we have to have all this violence and everybody have to kill each other. I mean, what happened to this world? Everybody want to kill each other. Nobody okay, knows. And then this is where kind of she goes off the rails and, you know, kind of goes like, you know, eh, you know, but, you know. Want to talk to each other anymore. What happened to the humanity and kindness? That's right. Amen. What happened to it all? Amen. I, Amen. I, I, I don't know. But I just want to say, I want everybody to thank you guys for coming. And we're going to get justice for my son, Tyree, if that's the last breath I take. That's right. Amen. Because at the end of the day, All right. Now let's go look at their charges. They they got a slew of charges. A slew of hit a mug shots. All right. Okay. They have a slew of charges and they're not good. Now, you know, I find it funny that I, I would say two of them look remorseful. The other three stone cold killers okay so let me just do this real quick this one here the little ball the ball head dude on the far in the far left top right top left corner he looks worrisome he looks worrisome on the opposite end uh, on the top right far corner he looks worrisome but the one in the middle and the two on the bottom stone cold killers these niggas don't ain't giving a fuck the, the one in the middle and the two on the bottom, you look at you can look at these men, stone cold killers. They don't give a, they don't give two fucks. They don't give a damn. You understand? But the two the two on the outside, the left and right corners, they look worried. But the ones in the middle and the bottom, them boy, <laughs> you know them boys got bodies on them. You know they got bodies on them. Okay, you know they got bodies on them. They don't look they don't look worried at all. Right? So let's continue. Let's go with the charges. Let's go with the charges. Let's go with the charge. They were booked at Shelby County Jail in Memphis and each and were each charged with second degree murder, aggravated kidnapping, aggravated assault, acting in concert. Okay. They already telling the people of Memphis, please don't burn the city down. Listen. Uh, she said, uh, police chief, uh, CJ Davis and, and what she braced the community ahead. She's, uh, she said, uh, heinous, reckless and inhumane. This is not professional. This is just a professional failing, blah, 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 blah. He was two minutes from the house when they stopped him. He was less than 80 yards away when they murdered him. Crump described the video as appalling. It is deplorable. It is heinous, violent. It is very troublesome on every level. Okay. So his co-counsel Nichols, uh, describe Nichols, a co- uh, who's the co-counsel? What's his name though? It doesn't give his name. Oh, Antonio Ramanucci. So he's either Italian or Sicilian. Okay. That's what that's, that's Crump's, um, co-counsel. He was a pinata to those police officers. It was unadulterated, unabashed, nonstop beating of this young boy for three minutes. The police chief said the video will be released in the coming days and urge the community not to respond with violence and destruction. Okay. 
It was not immediately clear when the body cam footage would be released. Crump said on Monday that it could be one to two weeks. It could be one to two weeks. And he says, I expect our citizens to exercise their First Amendment right to protest, to demand action and results, but we need to ensure our community is safe in this process. Now, initially, the family wanted first-degree murder charges, okay? Okay. As the city awaits the release of the body cam footage, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation is probing the incident. Uh, they completed an independent autopsy. Preliminary, preliminary findings indicate Tyree suffered extensive bleeding caused by a severe beating. Al Sharpton will said he will deliver the eulogy at Nichols' funeral and will stand by the family along with civil rights advocates to ensure they re- these niggas are done. Now you can do all these for for bad for bad Negro cops. But you can't get you can't get anything done with 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 the white rogue cops. So when Negroes Negroes go rogue, you can listen trial, sentence. You know, thirty days, forty five days. They already they they've been <laughs> tried and and found guilty. In forty five days, you can have some nigga cops already in prison. These these white rogue cops never, never. Okay. All right, so let's see. Second degree murder is defined in Tennessee as a knowing killing of another and is considered a class A felony punishable by between 15 to 60 years in prison. Okay, so they're looking at if they're convicted on a second degree murder, which I think they should. Um, yeah, they should, they, that should stick. So they're looking at anywhere between 15 to 60 years in prison. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's background of the guys. So the five terminated officers had all joined the department in the last six years, according to police. Um, Other Memphis police officers are still under investigation for department policy violations related to the incident. They tried to help them cover it up. Here's here's where it gets crazy. Two members of the city's fire department who were part of the Nichols initial patient care were also relieved of duty. So they all tried to cover it. So not only did you have the cops, you had the firemen try to cover this thing up. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation announced an investigation into Nichols' death and the U.S. Department of Justice and the FBI have opened a civil rights investigation. Mulroy said the investigation is ongoing and there could be further charges going forward. Oh, they about to get all you niggas. Law enforcement agencies nationwide are bracing for protest and potential unrest following the release of the video, multiple sources said. 
The Major Cities Chiefs Association, one of the leading professional law enforcement organizations, has convened several calls with member agencies, according to the group's executive director, Laura Cooper. A law enforcement source familiar with the national coordination told CNN that in at least one of the, those calls, Memphis police told participants to be on alert for unrest. See these three right here off to the right. Them niggas are killers. These two over here on the left and on the bottom, you know, go along to get along for the most part. I believe, I believe these three right here were the main ones whooping his ass. You can look at these dudes and tell, you know, these is what we call them, them Charles Faulkner ass niggas. These, those Charles Faulkner ass cops. Now, January 7th, he was pulled over by Memphis uh, officers on suspicion of reckless driving. Police said in their initial statement on the incident, as officers approached the vehicles, a confrontation occurred and Nichols fled on foot. The officers pursued him and then, and they had another confrontation before he was taken into custody. And Memphis police scanner audio, a person says there was one black male running and called to set up a perimeter. Another message says he's fighting at this time. Okay. Oh, okay. The EMTs were fired because they drove him to a hospital that didn't have trauma center. Per their protocol, he should have been airlifted to an nearest trauma center. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Yeah, look at these niggas. Yes, the eyes. The eyes, Chico. Yo, these these three right here. Them These three. The one in the middle, right, and the bottom, killers, man. Killers. You know they got bodies on them. You know they got bodies on them. Let me find a one footage. Um, there, was one, there was one interview of a guy who came across these guys, and they, they put a gun to his head just for shits and giggles. Officers. I'm trying to find it. Okay. At nine, breaking news, a Memphis Police Department administrative investigation is over. Five Memphis police officers identified, fired, and charged. Tonight, we get our first look at the officers police say involved in that confrontation with 29-year-old Tyree Nichols. My baby All of this coming after at least one protest today. Nichols supporters awaiting video of the incident calling for its release now, not later, as promised by city officials. Tonight, Fox 13 has you covered from insights from the head of the enforcement in the day of the confrontation. We're ensuring 
That breaking news tonight, we now know the names of faces and faces of the five officers who Memphis police say were involved in the death of Tyree Nichols. Those five officers have now been fired. Good evening. Thanks for staying up with us tonight. I'm Daniel what Wilkerson. In the Randy Jackson is this? What is this nigga? What is this? <laughs> what in the sexual chocolate is this man doing with his hair? What is this? What am I looking at? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I believe the children are the future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> Give them a sense of pride. <laughs> and make it easier. <laughs> what the fuck? What am I looking at? <laughs> What am I looking at? What is my nigga doing? What is my man doing? I believe. Hey, what do he say? They can't take away my dignity because the greatest love of all. What are we doing? <laughs> Daryl, uh, Darcy Thomas and Daryl Green have the night off. Memphis police <laughs> releasing exactly why these five officers were fired. Let's get right to Fox 13's <laughs> Kayla Solomon, who joins us live now. Kayla, before we get to those officers, oh, we shit. see some barricades behind you. Oh, shit. Daniel, the barricades aren't quite out here yet, but take a look at the gate around the City Hall entrance. Now, as someone who's out here on a weekly basis, it's always gated because of the construction, but now there's gates leading all the way up to the entrance. You can see this part can close so that no one could get in. I am told from one of my sources here at City Hall that there were barricades brought into the garage earlier. That way, if they need to be brought out quickly, they can. Of course, this could be in response to the latest in the time. Tyree Nichols' death investigation. The newest development in just the last two hours is that these five officers were, their names and faces were released. They're, these are their names. They are officers to Darius Bean, Officer Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr., and Justin Smith. The violations, according to the city, are the use of excessive force, the duty to intervene, and the duty to render aid. Now, I spoke to Representative Antonio Parkinson just minutes after the announcement. He was one of a number of state leaders who represent Memphis who got a text this afternoon calling for a last-minute Zoom meeting with the city, and he says that this was to make sure they were all in the same page with the latest on the Nichols investigation. He says these arrests are just one piece of the puzzle. I think it's very important that we we keep the family in mind and um, you know that that they know that uh, you know our our you know heartfelt sympathy you know is going out to them and you know we need as as elected officials to um, you know make sure that Justice is served in whichever manner is supposed to be served and that is, is treated fairly. So now the big question, of course, is when will that body cam footage be released? We were told earlier this week that we can expect to see it released next week after the family and attorney Ben Crump have viewed it 
privately. And we now know as of this afternoon that attorney Crump says he will be in town on Monday with the family to have a press conference at 1 p.m. downtown. Coming up at 930, I'll tell you more of what we can expect to see in the coming days and also what this could mean next. Daniel. Kayla, it's a case that will no doubt have a lot of eyes on it. Kayla. Bruh, I, I can't. My man's who? Who let my man's come on screen like this? This is not the Coke era of the 90s, y'all. All these you Stony Jackson ass dudes. <laughs> That's what reminds me of a, a dark skinned Stony Jackson. <laughs> Kayla Solomon starting our coverage off at nine. Kayla, thanks. Tonight, we are taking a deeper dive into the officers involved in this case. We begin with Officer Tadarius Bean. He has been on the job not even three years. He was hired in August of 2020. The next officer terminated is Officer Demetrius Haley. He was also hired in August of 2020. The third officer is Officer Emmett Martin III. He Killers. has been on the job a little longer. He was hired back in March of 2018. Then there is Officer Desmond Mills. He has been on the job for six years. He was hired in March of 2017. The last officer terminated is Justin Smith. He was hired back in March of 2018. All of these men who you see on your screen have been fired by the Memphis Police Department due to their involvement in the arrest that led to the death of Tyree Nichols two weeks ago. Now comes calls to see the video. Has been set up with the family and their lawyers being fired has us asking, of course, a lot of questions. Questions about the investment. Yo, come on, he ain't got no lineup, no edge up. The cur what is this? What is this? This some Stony Jackson romance in the stone. What are we doing? Oh yeah, Stony Jackson had the best S curl. Stony Jackson had the best carefree s curl in the 90s hands down when he was on 227 i know i'm going off on a tangent but stoney jackson had the best curl in the 90s ever better than my and you know what i don't know who had a better curl michael jackson or stoney jackson bro i don't know i don't know because mike had the big the big like the big long lengthy curls right it almost looked like it was some dominican shit when it was shorter and he had the sideburns, but Stony, Stony Jack, Stony had length though, right? But Stony had length. <laughs> yeah, Stony had length though. Investigation that led to the firings. For some time, uh, there have been a lot of questions in this case. Of course, I am joined here in studio by Mike Collins. Mike, you worked in law enforcement for some 25 years. You worked as a supervisor. Tell me what goes into the firing of a police officer? Well, uh, I, I want to first offer my condolence to the Nichols family before I begin. And um, to begin an investigation such as this where it culminated into death, uh, of course, there's uh, extensive investigation that begins with the actions of the police officers that are involved. Of course, uh, at, at the scene, they're going to uh, collect evidence, everything that's pertinent to the investigation in and of itself. And then uh, the investigation part start. Uh, the TBI normally handles uh, situations such as this. Uh, it begins with them 
And of course, once again, they're collecting evidence, taking statements from witnesses. And if there's a video or anything like that, they would uh, utilize that as part of their investigation. Yeah, speaking of the video, so many have wondered why there would be so much time in between the time uh, that that video was released. Why do you think they are taking this time? Well, it's very important that you do not comp compromise the integrity of the investigation uh, by releasing that uh, that video because one is one of the most critical parts of the investigation. So, um, and being honest, this is a very quick investigation uh, by just looking at the time that it, it took the uh, TBI and other investigators to get to this point where they're ready to release the video. So I think it's, uh, uh, it's actually in a very good, timely manner. Yeah, and a lot of people have wondered this. In the age of all of these cameras, everybody yes. has a camera. We have uh, street cameras. What would lead, and of course these officers are, uh, are they're innocent until proven guilty. Correct. But uh, just in a generalized way, what would lead officers to act in this manner as the city has said they acted? Well, one, is is still beyond me why a person would act in, in this particular manner when uh, exactly what you just said. Not only do the officers... I can tell you why, because this is what they, they're used to doing. What do you mean? I can't do Yeah, that means you, they've been doing this. They've been getting away with it. That's, this is nothing new. This is how they behave and operate. What do you, let's not be disingenuous. Don't, let's not do that. Officers have uh, camera capability and this technology, but the public does too. And, and it, it is beyond any type of explanation as to why an officer will act in this particular behavior when they know the camera is running. Mm -hmm. and, and that leads me to uh, another question. Uh, many have said to me, you know, you have five officers yes. who were involved here. Why isn't there perhaps one officer who would say, are we going too far? Now, we want to emphasize, I'm asking these questions in general because mm -hmm. these officers, as I said, are innocent until proven guilty. But we see the video. Is it the camaraderie that police have amongst each other? Well, that, that's part of it. It's, it, it's a particular police culture where uh, you do have that camaraderie where you uh, engaged in policing, of course, uh, I would assume that every officer, when they come on duty, that their goal is to do a good job. Now, when they get to the point where you're using force, excessive force, and other uh, actions that are very questionable, I think it, it, it's incumbent upon officers to do the right thing. Someone has to step forward uh, in, in situations like this. You're seeing a person that's acting uh, aggressive, then. Uh, it's incumbent upon other officers to bring that person down and, and, and bring, uh, if yeah. someone has to use logic, and, and that's one of the most important things. And I. It's called mob mentality. You know, when the mob, you know, you get caught up in a fever and the mob does whatever it does and you kind of get swept up in the, the, the height of the emotion. Is this the same thing here? But okay, let's continue. Get it. You want to do the job, but that's not part of doing a very effective job if it's going to result in someone's death and especially in a situation like this. This is just so unfortunate. And one, it, it gives police officers a, a, a black eye and a bad reputation. And that's one of the things that everyone uh, in law enforcement is trying 
to resist this particular image. This is an ugly image. It's nothing I could say that's going to make this look any better. But, uh, but back to your question, uh, the environment, uh, I get it that they want to do aggressive policing, proactive poli uh, policing, and this is what they are trying to do. However, when it gets to the point where you're using force, and then I think the, the biggest question is, well, what's the justification of using that force the, that would end in death? And that's, uh, that, that's at the end of this particular investigation. What was the justification for using deadly force? Because that's exactly what happened at the end of this uh, particular incident. Mike Collins, our security uh, law enforcement analyst, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that we will be coming to you in the days to come. 25 Absolutely. years uh, in the field. We appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. Tonight, we are getting responses from the Memphis Police Association and the lawyer representing the family of Tyree Nichols. The okay, so let me do this. Let me go to Kid Organic's channel because he had the clip of the former victim of these guys. Uh, yeah, he's the only person that, that I saw that had the actual clip of, the, of their former victim. Uh, where is it at? Come on, let's not do this. Where the fuck is it? Oh, there we go, Don Mega. Okay. Okay. Now let me pull up. Oh shit. Let me find it. Is that the guy? No. All right. Here's the audio clip. This is the audio clip, but I want to, I'm looking for the one guy that actually had an actual encounter with UREG gives us more insight into the moments surrounding the alleged beating. Memphis police say they initially pulled Nichols over for shout out to Don Mega, AKA Kid Organic. Reckless driving around 830 the night of January 7th at East Rains and Ross Roads. His family says he was on his way home. The initial stop less than half a mile from his house. Keep in mind, this radio traffic only captures portions of what officers communicate with dispatch. You know, the Scorpion car pulled over to East Range and Ross. We have one running on foot. An officer asks for a perimeter to be set up. Run that, run that tag and see what the answer is. Officers realize Nichols lives close by. It sounds as if some kind of chase has started. <laughs> at, at Ross and Castlegate Lane, he's fighting at this time. What happens over the course of the interactions and confrontations as described by police is sparsely documented on the radio. I heard this police. Uh, what did y'all come to East Range and Ross? We have officers on scene. They uh, spray the person. But there are moments of screaming and heavy breathing. Did you find just made the scene over here with me? If you're able to bring the suspect over here. All right, so I can hear the cop breathing heavy because this is probably when they caught up to him and they, you know, and they made him run. Don't make, don't make him exercise more than they have to. So I can hear the, I can hear him out of breath. Wow. Nichols' family says he ran because he was terrified for his life, and said on the video he calls for his mother. Two Memphis firefighters are also relieved of duty while this investigation is underway.
And tonight, as far as an independent autopsy goes, attorneys say more information. Okay, now I want to find the man. It's in the, it's in this live, y'all. Hold on. This him? Whole scene. Okay, no, you've heard that before. She saw the video, or she saw what took place. I'm getting to it, y'all. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. There we go. Is this him? Yeah, I think this is him. Gas station at Ridgeway. Okay, this is him. This is him. Now he had an actual encounter with these guys. They called it. They call themselves the Scorpion Unit. <laughs> How fitting. Specifically mentions calling more Scorpion units to the scene. You know, the Scorpion car pull over to East Ranger Road. We have one running on foot. Cornell McKitty says the same Scorpion unit stopped him January 3rd, four days before Nichols was pulled over. I actually read it on the back of their they vest. It said uh, MPD Scorpion unit. It was at this Marathon gas station at Ridgeway in Knight Arnold as he was catching a ride with a friend. All I heard is, uh, freeze, get out the car. Put your, put your MF hands up before I blow your heads off. Both of you, get out the car. So put your hands up. So I put my hands up. And one of the officers proceeded to come to the car, and uh, he physically pulled me out by my shoulder with a gun no more than a foot away from my head. He says the officers in unmarked cars would never say why they had been stopped. He took this picture of the stop. They eventually asked who the drugs belonged to. I said, man, I just went across the street to get a pizza, and I'm on my way back to the house. He's like, uh, well, who in the rapid is found? I said, uh, well, can we call my lawyer? And the officers, uh, he yelled out, well, this ain't court. This ain't a time for lawyer. I was like, man, I just came to get a pizza. So he was like, man, we just playing. It ain't a pound in a car. So now, wow. So I, that means they, they, so by that interaction right there tells me that they also plant drugs on suspects, right? Because I don't know what cops going to play around with you, They'll ask you about drugs, and then oh no, there's I want an attorney, I, and then he says, "Nah, we playing ain't no ain't no drugs in here." Like nigga, don't play these games with me. Like for real, let's run that back. Yeah, fuck these dudes, man. Gas station at Ridgeway in Knight Arnold, as he was catching a ride with a friend. All I hear is a uh, freeze. Get out the car. Put your, put your MF hands up before I blow your heads off. Both of you, get out the car. So put your hands up. So I put my hands up, and one of the officers proceeded to come to the car, and uh, he physically pulled me out by my shoulder with a gun no more than a foot away from my head. He says the officers in unmarked cars would never say why they had been stopped. He took this picture of the stop. They eventually asked who the drugs belonged to. I said, man, I just went across the street to get a pizza, and I'm on my way back to the house. He's like, uh, well, who in the rapid is found? I said, uh, well, can we call my lawyer? And the officers, uh, he yelled out, well, this ain't court. This ain't a time for lawyer. I was like, man, I just came to get a pizza. So he was like, man, we just playing. It ain't a pound in a car. And he let me walk off. He showed us his call log when he says he placed two phone calls to MPD's internal affairs to complain about the officer's forcefulness. But he says he still hasn't heard back. Then he saw the picture of the five officers fired in the Tyree Nichols case. I was like, that's them. I said, that's crazy, that's them. I said, now they don't really hurt somebody. This could have been prevented if 
the Eternal Affairs took action like I was asking them to do. We asked Memphis police about the stop involving Cornell McKinney and are also waiting to hear back. Those who know some of the officers are waiting to see how all of this plays out. Former Shelby County Sheriff's Captain Benny Cobb says he has spoken with one of the fired officers who he coached years ago. It's been a roller coaster ride. Uh, for, emotionally for him, he's been in my office. Uh, I prayed with him a couple of times, shared some information with him. And, it's, it, and now, uh, as a result of termination, there are more questions that's being asked. I know the human person. Now, uh, if, if he's geared to what he's accused of and what he's been terminated for, of course, justice has to be served. April Thompson, WREG. Man, fuck these dudes, man. Shout out to Don Mega for that clip. Yeah, fuck these dudes. The hell with them. Burn them. Burn them. I don't give a damn. I, does, I do not give a damn. Yeah, that's dirty. Dirty. That's some dirty shit. The Georgia Red Dogs. Man, y'all. L.A. Rampart. Chicago. NYPD. Y'all play too much with people, man. Y'all play too much with people. That shit is not cool. All right. Okay, I already got that. Okay. We're going to get to our final story of the night. <laughs> We're going to get to our night of the, of the day. Take all in my face? Man, get you some business, man. Shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Like, always, yeah, whatever. Saw that. They did, too. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to our final story of the day and i'm gonna get up out of here and let y'all and release you guys from from captivity i i everybody was hitting me last night about the nursing scan <laughs> jeez man operation nightingale they call this operation nightingale lord have mercy y'all y'all out here do, oh no no you know what let's do no before we get to the nurses let's get to chef way let's get to chef way uh, former prosecutor turned chef and he made some comments about black women and they found it on Twitter and he had to resign, right? TikTok influencer. And he wrote a lengthy as a resignation letter. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, they, they own his neck. Chef way had to get up out of there once again. Uh, let's see. So what did he do exactly? Oh, come on. Don't do this guy. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go elsewhere. I'll go to another site. I'll go to another site. All right. Listen, for anybody that wants to doubt the power of black women, they done made this DA resign. They done made this man resign. Chef way of TikTok fame has left the Harris County district attorney's office following criticism and mounting pressure over resurfaced offensive tweets about black women with dark skin. The Houston-based chef and prosecutor posted a lengthy statement to his Instagram account Tuesday. Uh, Wesley acknowledged that it's been a painful time for many people, but said he has wanted to express his regret and provide context since the offensive remarks first went viral seven years ago. Now, people... Yeah, should be allowed allowed the, the 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 time and growth to change and grow, right? This is the same thing we would say about Eminem when he was calling black women niggers, and he was sixteen. Y'all was like, "Oh, give Eminem a pass. He was young. He didn't know." Right? Dang, what the? All in my space. What the fudge? 
Boy, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> yeah, please make the spell get away get away from me. Let me, yeah, shit, yeah, give me space. Anywho, <laughs> I'm just playing. Listen, I ain't got time to be trying to fight you off. Me, goddamn it! Now stop. You play too much. Anywho, seven years ago in my early 20s, from a place of pain filled by alcoholism, I would lash out at people on Twitter to seek attention, including black women. I deeply regret and am sorry for my tweets. Well, you know what? Damn. Okay. Wesley claimed he had severe alcohol, alcohol addiction and was underweight and sleep deprived and ultimately spent 19 months in residential and inpatient treatment centers for his illness. He allegedly relapsed three times before getting sober on October 2nd, 2016. He said, by God's grace, I've been sober for more than six years now. Uh, I am not the man I was in 2015. Uh, on, t- on Twitter from 2015, 2016, there was a sick trend that targeted and trolled black women to gain attention and followers. Unfortunately, I joined this trend. Alcoholism destroyed me mentally, spiritually, and physically. I do not hate black women. I never hated bl- black women. Ah, man. Wow. I do not condone violence against anyone. Um, wow. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay, he says, but once I saw that my presence at the DA's office was becoming larger than the office itself and the ability of black women in particular to feel protected, I knew the only correct course of action was to resign and allow the healing process to begin. Wow. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Black men taking L after L after L after L. This man was a, he was a DA. He was made extra with the hate. Wow. But y'all, he was an alcoholic back in 2015. We're not going to cut him. We're not going to give him a slack. We're not going to give him a pass. This was seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. But if I made a tweet from seven years ago, you, you, re- you really, cause I've said some crazy shit on Twitter. Not, not black women shit, but I just said some wild shit. I don't know. I don't remember. Seven years ago, people like we, uh, I don't know about this, man. Yeah. Seven year old tweets. Are you the same person you were seven years ago? You know, you're, you're, you're weirdo. Okay. I don't know about this y'all. I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah. You can go back in anybody's past and find some, some inappropriate things and then burn them at the stake. I don't like this. I, I don't like this. Now I don't like this. He shouldn't have resigned. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have had to feel like he had to resign. I'm sorry. The office became aware of the post mid January and it was determined he could no longer effectively prosecute cases. And he, and he was reassigned. Wesley then apologized for his offensive comments and explained that they came during a period in which he was struggling with serious personal issues, including uh, alcohol addiction. 
But that was seven years ago. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't I don't like this. No. No, I don't like this. Nope, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have done it. I don't like this. This is this is a is a witch hunt. I don't I don't like this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, I don't like this. Nope. I I'm against this. This country is is known for second chances. And clearly he took his second chance and made the most out of it from, from where he came six, seven years ago. That's almost a lifetime ago from where he was. Okay, really? No, that's not the same. That's not the same. Because that was a willful lie. You didn't have the credentials for this position that you lied about. This man made a, a social media post in, in, a, in a depressed state. But what has he done since then? Okay, then, exactly. No, 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 no. Exactly. So go get your sit at the desk. I'm, I'm, I'm off this. This is bad. He shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have had to resign. I don't like this. This is the, this is the, uh, yeah. No, he shouldn't have to get the fuck out now. I don't like this. No, no, no. So here we go. Here we go. 2015, I sought help from the lawyer assistance program. It was being monitored under voluntary agreement, which, which required random urinalysis and mandatory, uh, AA meetings. I spent Christmas 2015 in an inpatient rehab only to come home and relapse twice by June, 2016. After these relapses, I started my initial, my third attempt at residential treatment in a sober living facility. I would relapse one more time while living in the facility before sobering up October 2nd, 2016, my current sobriety date. I've been sober more than six years. Um, I've spent around 19 months in inpatient residential facilities to treat my alcoholism. Alcoholism is a disease and nearly killed me. I'm not the man I was in 2015. I'm with this. This is, he shouldn't have, he says not an excuse, but it gives context for who I was at that time in my life. I was a bully in 2015 that chose to pick on the most disrespected, unprotected, and neglected demographic in America black. Ah, shut up. Shut up. No, no, no. These, these tweets were not a drunk mind speaking sober thoughts. These tweets do not reflect the majority of my interactions on the platform. If he was this bad, if he was this bad, there would be more stories about his behavior towards other black women. You're going to need more than some old tweets to crucify this man. You're going to need more than old tweets to crucify this man. No. No. Clearly, his interactions with black women since 2016 have been positive. Because at any moment, it, where are they at? Stop. Stop. No. 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 This is bullshit. This is bullshit. No. 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 Debate over. I started law school in 2013, but due to my alcoholism, I would not graduate until 2019. Despite my obstacles, I found treatment and kept following my life goal, taking on a large financial burden, going to night school and working full time while finishing my final year of classes. Studying for the bar and passing on the first try. 
When I was blessed to join the DA's office, I applied the same rigor and tenacity that brought me out of the hell I lived in for man. Y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all, this is this is a witch hunt. I wouldn't have resigned. Fuck all that. He he's had no complaints from anybody. No black woman has come forward and say, yeah, he touched me or he talked crazy to me. Nobody. Stop. The debate's over. Stop. Stop. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm good. Nope. Nope. Witch hunt. Witch hunt. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, I regularly comp- completed large volumes of quality work, and my colleagues knew if I was on the team, the workload was going to be easier to handle. I treated victims, defendants, my colleagues, staff, officers, judges, and defense attorneys with dignity and respect. I never operated from a place of bias of any kind. My professional reputation and work ethic are a major factor in why so many people still believe in me. Additionally, having been hired in spite of my past struggles with severe and debilitating alcoholism motivated me even harder to help people through the pursuit of justice receive the second chance that I was granted. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is some bullshit. I don't like this. Listen, uh, uh, listen, 2015, 2014, we all were drinking the Tommy Sotomayor Kool-Aid. I remember my first YouTube video was about black women. I shit you not. Yes. Because we he, he was there all the rage. And that's like, well, yeah, that's everybody. We all piled on. We all did. I don't want to hear that shit. That once again, how long ago was that video? So you're going to hold me to something I posted seven, eight years ago. You're going to post, you're going to, oh, exactly. Fuck out of here. Debate's over. Anywho, let's get to these nurses. Nurses going wild. Operation Nightingale, y'all. Operation Nightingale. <laughs> y'all out here wilding, selling fake nursing degrees. When I need, I could have used one. <laughs> I don't need to fill up on some old white lady. They fill up on me. I'm like, no, ma'am, no. I'm just here to do my job. Oh, no, sonny. I got something about you. I would be the male Anna Nicole. Yes, I would. And you would understand why I got to go with this money. I, I know you're not tripping. I know you're not tripping. Nah, we'll do that later. Openly mention it. All right. Okay. Okay. Nurses going wild, but nurses behaving badly, selling fake nursing degrees. Lord have mercy. This is a mess, but I'm here for it. I'm here for now it. Now behind bars, accused right. of... Okay, here we go. Called Operation Nightingale. Dozens of people now behind bars, accused of selling fake nursing diplomas. NBC6 reporter Jamie Garola is live from Miami with how investigators uncovered this alleged scheme. Jamie? Jackie, selling shortcuts to nursing. That is how the feds describe a multi-million dollar ring for bogus diplomas and transcripts. 
It's called Operation Nightingale. Thousands and thousands of people taking shortcuts to become nurses. And officials say Operation Nightingale took aim at harmful fraud affecting public health. The deeply concerning allegations at the center of this investigation goes against the very tenets of the nursing profession. In total, 25 people charged, accused of operating and recruiting for three South Florida nursing schools. The schools shut down Sacred Heart Institute in Fort Lauderdale, Siena College of Health in Lauderhill, and Palm Beach School of Nursing in West Palm Beach. The schools, they prepared and sold fake nursing school diplomas and transcripts to nursing candidates knowing that the candidates would use those false documents to, one, sit for nursing board examinations, secure nursing uh, licenses, and three, ultimately, obtain nursing jobs. The alleged scheme sell fake nursing diplomas and transcripts. The U.S. Attorney, FBI, and Inspector General say the school sold 7,600 fake nursing diplomas since wow. 2016. The price, 15000 a pop netting more than $114 million. Investigators say of the thousands of diplomas sold, about a third are people actually practicing medicine. The most important thing for us uh, was to make sure, to the extent we're talking about healthcare here, that we stop the bleeding, All right? What have you learned when somebody gets a major injury, you stop the bleeding. And the bleeding here is to basically stop those schools from being able to actually uh, put more fraudulent diplomas out, you know, out of, uh, you know, public sphere. All right, so the feds say that they don't think or they know of any cases of malpractice involving anybody who holds any of these fake degrees. Now, this operation uh, spans through multiple states, including Texas, New Jersey, and New York. Reporting live tonight in... Wow, it's kind of funny they mentioned New York with all the nursing the nurses that are, are currently on strike. <laughs> Y'all out here wilding, wait. But it gets better. It gets better. Where is this? Okay, let's go. Let's continue. Criminals looking to exploit the COVID-19 crisis and the trillions of dollars in government relief. The Justice Department today disclosed details of what it calls a historic effort to crack down on these COVID-related scams. Here's a look by the numbers. The DOJ says it's charged 474 defendants with fraud schemes connected to the pandemic who wait. collectively tried to scam 569... Ma'am, this ain't what I, this ain't the story I want. Give me other story. Give me the other story. I don't want this story. You know what? Mm. Okay, let me find another clip. It's not that, that's not the clip I wanted. <sighs> Fed bust. Nursing scam, 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 scam. No, that's not it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, let's go. Wait for the ads. <laughs> Techie said, I heard of people getting pay, fake pay stubs to get an apartment, but not this, bro. Hey, you know what's coming next, Techie? Fake tech certificates. <laughs> you know what's coming? Fake tech certificates are coming. 
you deserve. Morning that federal agents busted this massive crime ring involving fake nurses. It's getting a lot of play. You've probably seen this trending online this morning. Operation Nightingale, a nod to the founder of modern nursing. Uh, investigators saying that they found 25 suspects and alleged that those criminals were selling fake nursing diplomas for 15,000 bucks a pop. Now there are serious questions about how many patients could have been endangered by this and how long this has been going on. Our Kelsey Kernstein live outside of a hospital with what she's learned about this nursing scam. Kelsey? Well, Adrian, now the question becomes who's the real nurses, who's the fake nurses, and how do we find them? Now, according to these legal documents, it's not exactly clear which facilities they work at, but the DOJ appears to have that information, but it has not been made public. This is quite frightening and upsetting. Now, according to those filings, investigators lay out the type of facility and what state. We know that there's two nursing facilities that's listed in Texas. There's one in Ohio, but that is all we know as far as these legal documents go. Now, investigators say that three accredited nursing schools in South Florida, they sold nearly 8,000 fake nursing degrees. Well, then these participants, they were able to take the National Nursing Board exam and then get a real nursing job as an RN, a licensed nursing practitioner, and a vocational nurse. There's a likelihood that certainly there's uh, individuals that are working. What I, I want to make sure that your viewers uh, know is that at no point in time um, have we learned of or have we uncovered any patient harm stemming from these individuals purportedly practicing right in the healthcare space. A good number of them had a level of medical training and perhaps that's what they relied on right to be able to sit before the board and take the test. Now, Ren, only 30% um, passed. So I think that is indicative, as you mentioned, of how stringent this test is. We now know that 25 people have been criminally charged across five states. Those states include Delaware, New York, New Jersey, Florida, and Texas. The U.S. Inspector General has also issued search warrants across those five states. And these accredited universities, these accredited nursing schools, they are now closed. But this comes at a horrific time when there's been a national nursing shortage across the country when hospitals are desperate to get and keep nurses. We do know that investigators, they are working to find out which working nurses are fake nurses, and it is not clear yet whether they will be charged. Now, this operation is called Nightingale, named after Florence Nightingale, the founder of modern nursing. Adrian. All right, thank you very much, Kelsey. Wow. You would have to. Okay, at the very least, you 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 would negate their degree. So if they were found implicated as receiving or buying the fake certs, then you off the top, it, it's no good. Uh, possible disbarment from the industry, from the nursing uh, field. Uh, them going to jail per se? I don't know. I don't know if the feds will want to spend that, that type of money to prosecute everybody that, that paid for the fake uh, degrees or whatever. So that, I guess that depends on how, how badly the feds want to get everybody involved. So to see Roscoe, you say they should do prison time. Well, yeah, this is a field where, you know, human, human lives, um, are, are, are at risk. So I could see that. I could see that.
I could see that. I don't know. That's dicey. Y'all nurses out here wilding. <laughs> Shout out to all the nurses out here wilding. Um, I'm going to get out of here. Shut up. I've been running my mouth for too long and I got to get to the gym for sure. So with that being said, thank everybody that came to hang out. Um, I, once again, for the record, Chef Way should not have resigned. Should not. Nope. I mean, you're going to hold people accountable for who they were seven, eight years ago. That's, that's insane. That's like holding your 15 year old accountable for some, they did when they were seven or eight. Remember what you do when you were seven or eight? Stop. Stop. People grow. People grow. People change. Stop. I'm going to get up out of here. Y'all have a good one. Peace.